Hello, mamas. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Abbey, motherhood empowerment coach, founder of the Motherhood Community, and together we are going to redefine motherhood. This podcast is for any mama out there that is ready to step into her power, rediscover herself, and be inspired to thrive as the best mother she can be. So join me each week as we begin to create bigger conversations around the journey of becoming a mother, as well as interviews with the most inspiring mothers from around the globe. So as a community, we can start to empower and uplift each other in this wild but beautiful journey called motherhood. Today on the Motherhood Podcast, we are joined by fellow mama and founder of Modern Mum Probs, Tara Clark. Tara is a social media guru with the Bachelor of Arts in Communication and an MBA in Media Management. She started her career working at Nickelodeon and moved on to build her well-renowned parenting humor and lifestyle Instagram account, Modern Mum Props, as well as content creator for the parenting powerhouse website, Scary Mummy. Tara resides in New Jersey with her husband and son. Her work's been featured on BuzzFeed, Today, Parent.com, HuffPost and Romper, and she was also featured in 201 Magazine as an influencer to watch. She is scheduled to release her brand new book in April next year, and her mission is to bring light to the realistic problems modern mothers face in a humorous, heartwarming light. So in this episode, we chat all about Tara's personal journey with motherhood and building the business she has today. She delves into what inspired her to write her soon-to-release book, Modern Mum Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, and everything she hopes for it to bring mothers that read it. She talks on the importance of mothers letting go of the notion of work-life balance and explains her ways of approaching the juggle of mum life and building a career. She dives into her experience with working while being a mum and how she's managed to build the career she has while in the midst of mum life. And lastly, Tara touches on mum guilt and ways in which mothers can start to manage and release those feelings of guilt and shame when working while raising children. So without further ado, let's bring on the beautiful Tara Clark. Hey Tara, thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's such an honor to have you here with us today, and I cannot wait to delve into this topic around building a career as a mum and juggling everything that comes with that. Um, I know you've got a lot of experience to share when it comes to this topic, um, so I can't wait to get stuck in. Um, but to start us off, like I would love to just delve into you, and so could you maybe um start with your personal journey with motherhood and also your journey around uh, building the career and the business that you have today certainly so I always knew that I wanted to be a mother and way before I even turned 30 I said in my head I'm gonna have a child by 30 I'm gonna be a mom by 30 and I think that's part of it is because I was married at 26. My husband and I are high school sweethearts. And so we were married at 26 and we waited several years to to try to have children. But then by like 28, 29, I was like, okay, I'm ready. We're going to have kids. Let's do it. And then biology didn't necessarily work out that way. Unfortunately, I had three miscarriages, two DNCs, and then had inexplicable uh, infertility after that. And so then we had to have 
three or four IUIs. And then finally I got pregnant with my son, Jack, and he stayed, he, he, he stuck it out. And um, then he was born. And um, the, my journey into motherhood was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I'm glad that, that he's here and I'm glad that I had that journey. And, and it's funny because one of my very close friends said to me like, had you not had the journey that you had, like maybe modern mom probs never would have existed because there was a, a very real point in, in my life where I said, we're not going to be parents. This just isn't meant to be. It's not, you know, working out for us. And, and like, that's okay. We'll just be like that cool hip couple that lives in New York city, like without kids. And like, that's totally fine. And, and we were very close to, to that point. And then, um, like I said, we, we had Jack and so, uh, it didn't work out that way. But then a few years later, then Modern Mom Props was born. Mm, amazing. And so give us a little insight into how your careers kind of developed. Sure. <clears throat> My career, I've always worked in media. I used to work in uh, at Nickelodeon, uh, which is part of Viacom. And um, I used to work in social media there, but then when my son was born, I decided to take some time off and, and be with him full time. And then when he was about three or so, I was like, I kind of want a hobby. And so um, that's when Instagram was sort of like just taking off as like 2016. And I was like, I'm gonna jump in and do that just for giggles. <laughs> and so I started my account for giggles and that was just sort of how it went. And then fast forward, you know, like four years later, here I am like, writing a book about modern mom probs um, while running the company and managing the brand and, and all the things that go with it. Mm, yeah. And you mentioned your books. I know you're releasing your new book next year in April called Modern Mum Probs, a survival guide for 21st century mothers. Um, I'm super excited about the release of this book. I'll definitely be grabbing my own coffee <laughs> and I have no I doubt it's going to be a lifesaver for many modern mummies out there but I would love to know a bit more on you know what it was that inspired you to write this particular book and what the mission is behind it like what do you hope for it to bring its readers sure I, I always start off by telling people like <clears throat> inherently I am not a writer this is something that sort of um found me. I, I was featured in a local magazine. And when I was featured, um, an editor had reached out to me and said, like, have you ever considered writing a book, like maybe like a, a how-to guide? And I was like, no, I haven't. Should I think about that? Is that something that I should be doing? <laughs> and um, so we said, yes, you should be. And so um, long story short, I, I put it together. Uh, I have a wonderful literary agent and she shopped it around. Uh, to the publishing houses during the pandemic. Uh, I was very lucky to get a publishing deal. Um, and then I wrote the book over the summer uh, from June until August. And um, then I submitted it and um, the rest is history, right? So it wasn't necessarily um, <laughs> the process that I thought that, that it would be like with the pandemic and writing it during summer vacation while my son was home and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but that's just another modern mom prob, right? So the, the part of the book is that there are 99 mom probs in the book. And ultimately I say like, but motherhood ain't one, right? So like some of them are funny and some of them are very serious. Some of them are silly talking about like fast food. And then some of them are very serious like postpartum depression. Um, and so there, there's a certain like um, cadence to the book where like for every like funny thing, there is like a serious thing that is uh, addressed. And, and I wrote it because I want modern mothers to know like they're not alone. 
most of the things that, that they're feeling, like I've gone through myself, whether it was pregnancy loss or infertility or postpartum anxiety or any of those things, it's like, I've either experienced it myself or I have a huge network of friends and, and followers who have also experienced this. And so the great thing about Instagram is that it is sort of like a living laboratory is like, I know so many moms and I talk to so many parents in, in the course of a given day or a given week, like our stories um, are, are so consistent. You know, it's like mm -hmm. the motherhood experience is just not, you know, um, you, you're not alone. You're not isolated on an island all by yourself. And so I want people to know like, there are people out there um, that could either offer advice or, or provide help. And just so that people know, it's like, you're not the only one that's up at three o'clock in the morning with this screaming colicky baby, <laughs> you know? Yes. And it's so like, I, and I, that's why I feel like this book is just going to be incredible for so many months because it's just almost that invitation to, I feel like it's going to be so refreshing for months to just see a book that's just filled with so much honesty and just a lot of a lot of things that I feel like like you said we have common ground with we're all experiencing but there's also a lot of um guilt and shame around openly discussing it because of the way society has kind of made us believe we should be yes absolutely like breastfeeding perfect example right <clears throat> I have a chapter on breastfeeding because of course how could I not and um and and the big thing with breastfeeding is like you know I went in there thinking like, I have to breastfeed and I can't give formula and I have to do it the right way and I won't let myself fail. And, and for me personally, we, we did all three things. Um, I breastfed my son and I pumped into bottles and fed it to him and I give him formula and he breastfed until he was two and a half and, and he ate formula, you know, until he could drink cow milk at 12 months. And so it's okay. Like you're not a failure if you can't do one or you have to do the other or, or you can do all of them. I mean, I did all of them and it was okay. And he's fine. And he's almost eight now. And so we have to have the confidence in ourselves as mothers to listen to our gut mm. and to, to trust what we're doing. And, and the reason why I did all of those things for, with the breastfeeding is that I was so anxious that he wasn't feeding enough that I needed to, um, pump into the bottle so that I could like see how much milk, how many ounces he was getting so that I knew for myself that like he was being satiated properly, but I didn't want to fail. You know, there's that like terrible notion, especially as new mothers that like, like you said, like society is putting pressure on you and it's coming from all different angles. And it's like, ultimately, what do you have to do? Feed your baby, make sure he thrives, make sure that he's hitting his milestones, make sure that he's hitting the weight that he needs to hit. And and sometimes like I need to, or other mothers, like need to take a step back and say like, I just need to do what's right for my baby, whether it's formula or whether it's nursing, you know, uh, just regular breastfeeding or whether it's pumping or whether it's doing all of them. Like you just need to take a second and say, okay, what's the right thing for my child? I couldn't agree more. And I actually recently spoke on this as well on one of my posts about how I just feel like we have just become so overloaded with this external noise of other people's opinions and expectations and what motherhood should be and look like we have we've lo we've yeah. lost trust in ourselves and our own ability to be able to tap into our own knowing and intuition mm -hmm. I agree 100% I agree 100% I saw your post about that the other day and I absolutely mm. love that I'm going to I'm going to repost that and share that because <clears throat> I firmly firmly believe that and that was 
the crux of the reason why I started Modern Mom Probs, right? Because mm. the things that we face nowadays are so very different from the things that our mothers faced or our mother's mothers faced. You know, it's, it's a changing world. And also even in the last nine months, what we've went through with this global pandemic. And even, you know, as I was writing the book and I, I wrote a preface to it is that when I conceived the book, this was before the, the pandemic, right? And so as I'm writing it, it was during the pandemic. And then as people are gonna be reading it, it's almost even gonna be afterwards, but you know, who knows come spring, it'll still be part of it, but it's a different world than it was nine months ago or a year ago. And like, we're even facing different modern mom problems now. Like virtual learning wasn't even a thing in our vocabulary. No, <laughs> so true. Right? Zoom, like Zoom calls, like people weren't doing stuff like this. And now like, this is all we do. And so, um, you know, things have really changed, especially for working mothers, especially. And so, um, yeah, we have different, different problems to overcome now than we had a year ago. That's so true. Um, so your book includes 99 modern mum problems. Um, so do you have any particular ones that are maybe your, your favorites? Could you go into the ones that stand out to you the most and why? Sure. 99 is a lot. So I'm yeah, not going to bore you. Lot. It's a lot. I can't believe there's that many problems. Are we really suffering with 99 problems? <laughs> No, no, just, but I thought it was a good way to organize it. And like yeah. I said, some are funny, some are, you know, um, talking about like eating like fast food in the car with your kids while they're like strapped into their car seats so that you could have like a hot meal in peace. Like they're we've not all, all serious. Like, right. Then we've all done it. So like it, not everything is as serious as like, like I said, postpartum depression or, or nursing and breastfeeding and stuff like that. So, so it sort of runs the gamut, but I think one of my favorite ones is crushing the notion of work-life balance. Mm. And in that, I talk about, you'll, you'll never have equilibrium. Something will always be off just by the very nature of the word balance, right? Because if you say balance, well, one thing's off and then it's gonna be a little bit off. But what you can succeed at is work-life effectiveness. You could be effective as a spouse, you could be effective as a parent, you could be effective as an employee and a business owner, right? And so you have to find your sweet spot on how you're going to succeed and thrive and be as effective as you can be in all of those. Um, and so that's really where I tell people, it's like, you know, forget about the idea of work-life balance. Forget about it. You're not gonna have it. No one's gonna, men, women, nobody's gonna succeed in that because you're set up to fail. Because like I said, you will never achieve balance because if you have to do, you know, whether you go to a, a football game or something like that, like something is going to always slip. There's always going to be something that's going to throw you out of whack, but being effective does not have that same mechanism. And so uh, I talk about that. And so that's one of my favorite things. Um, the mental load of motherhood is another big issue in, um, in parenting and modern mom probs. And, and I talk about, um, you know, unloading some of that, that mental load to your spouse, um, or if you don't have a spouse to, um, you know, other people in your life, whether it's parents or friends or whatever happens to be, because we as mothers can't take on everything. We just simply can't. And it's not fair to ourselves to say yes to everything all the time and then just crumble under the weight of it. And so even for myself, I've been making a conscious effort to 
put up the barriers and to set the proper barriers so that I'm not taking on more than I can achieve and more than I can achieve to be effective in what I need to be effective in. Mm, it is a lot to do with those boundaries, isn't it, that you're putting in place? It is. It I, really, really is. It's funny that you mentioned the balancing because I've always said that and I actually spoke that um, spoke about that on my last interview um, with Sarah and we were talking about because you do, you see this notion of balance a lot, like on Instagram and stuff and find, find balance, find balance. And it, you're so right. Like balance doesn't exist. And I feel like that is definitely what's contributing to a lot of mothers feeling so overwhelmed when we're trying to chase, like trying to literally juggle and be amazing at everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. and I, I think you're right. I think it's just a case of realizing that you do have to now and again let things slip to put your focus into something else and being okay with that Mm -hmm. exactly I think making peace with that is is a really important thing too and I know that's something that I struggle with myself is making peace with um stepping away from that construct Mm. and and really just trying to to like I said focus on the effect of my effectiveness and and being a mom am I being an effective mom today you know am I doing the the proper things that I need to do to nurture my son to feed my son to make sure that that he's well well his well-being is is taken care of Mm. yeah I do I love that work-life effectiveness nice um so in regards to mum let's talk mum guilt because sure. and so mum guilt around working and having a career I know like this is just a major problem when it comes to mothers wanting to reach their own career goals or not wanting to be a stay-at-home mum or you know choosing to work while raising their kids but constantly battling with this overwhelming feeling of guilt and worrying about what other people are going to think of them in making that choice um, and then on the flip side of that, like also struggling to know how to juggle being a mum while at the same time building their own business and career. So I would love for you to talk a bit more on that and like your own experience. How have you managed to build the career and business you have today while in the midst of mum life? All very good questions. <laughs> <laughs> Big questions. No, big, big questions. So <laughs> I think with mum guilt, going back to what, what I was saying a second ago was like, let those notions go. You're not going to please everyone else out there all of the time. You can't. It's just impossible. You can only try to please yourself, your family, and and just just let go of any of those other preconceived notions. Focus on, like I said, focus on how effective you are in all of those roles that that you check the box in, whether it's mother, whether it's spouse, whether it's employee or business owner or media mogul or whatever you're going to do. Make sure that you're effective in in doing those things. For me, and and stop the comparisons. That's the other thing too. You never know what's going on in, in other people's homes or other people's businesses and other people's lives. Like just because like, Jane down the street makes the most amazing organic muffins and she sells them on <laughs> Facebook and she makes a hundred million dollars a year selling those muffins. Like good for her. Like, that's awesome. Let her have that. That's not you unless, you know, you're also selling the muffins and then she's your direct competition. And that's a different story. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but stop the comparisons. Everyone has their own space and everyone has, you know, their their own voice. And 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 I I try really hard because the mothering space, especially on Instagram, like it's sort of a crowded space now. When I first started like almost five years ago, it was not so crowded. There wasn't really all that many people doing it. But like now it's a very crowded space and there's so many talented people out there. And I, if I think this one's funnier and this one writes better and this one does this and there's like, it, it, it's just so overwhelming. Like you just take yourself right out of the game. So, so my advice there is don't take yourself out of the game, stick in the game. Um, just find your, find your lane, be the hedgehog. There was a book I read once where it talks about like, don't be all these different animals and like these different animals have different attributes that like don't succeed. Be the hedgehog. You know what a hedgehog does? Are you familiar with hedgehogs, Jade? I am. I'm you from the, the UK. Do? We have lots of hedgehogs there. <laughs> oh, you, know, you, just, you, just, you just bundle up there. That's it. That's it. Be the hedgehog. You have one Be role. That's hedgehog. what you do. Be the hedgehog. Hedgehog down. And you know what? Hedgehog's going to survive. He's a survivor. He's going to be win. the hedgehog. He's going to win. He's going to survive. So sometimes you just have to hedgehog down. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 my advice be the hedgehog um but I, but like i said i got that from a book so i didn't um come up with that idea originally but as, as far as my role with um, modern mom probs and and um managing that with being home with my son he's a full-time virtual learner he's he's nearly eight years old and and it's a it's a lot to maintain everything you know whether it's managing the household um and taking care of my son and being a good wife or and taking care of my own thoughts and needs. It is definitely, I don't want to say a balancing act because we're not using the word balance anymore. <laughs> it is, it is definitely a feat uh, to try to um, do all of those things to the best of my ability all the time. But sometimes things slip, right? Sometimes I'm not going to put the laundry away because I know that my son needs my immediate attention. And that obviously takes precedence. And so in my mind, I'm, I sort of always have um, a system of like, you know, what's priority right now? Does he need my help? Then I'm going to help him. Is he okay now? Then I'm going to do the laundry. And then it sort of kind of goes from there. And in the past six months, I've really been very good about handing things off to my husband. This goes back to the mental load issue, mm -hmm. handing things off to my husband that I otherwise would have just done myself, but sometimes you just hit a wall with like, you can't do everything, right? So if you say to him, hey, can you be in charge of X, Y, and Z thing? Put it in your calendar, set a reminder. Now, you know, you're responsible for X, Y, and Z thing. I'm taking it off my plate. Don't look at me if you don't know where X, Y, and Z is. That's on you. And so that's my advice um, for starting to take things off your plate. If you have a spouse that you'd be able to hand things, things off to, because it's, it's not fair to have to think about everything. You know, I, I have a funny stories. The other day I was making my son lunch and I stopped to empty the dishwasher while then also putting laundry in at the same time. And my husband couldn't get over how quickly I did all three of those things in the amount of time that I think like the microwave bell like went ding. And he's like, Oh, what are you, what are you working on? I was like, oh, well, I did lunch. I did the laundry and I did the dishwasher in 90 seconds. And he's like, how, how do you do that? And I was like, that's just because that's how my mind works. Right. Mm -hmm. I am like, I have to do this thing and then this thing, and then this thing all by the time that the, you know, whatever food is coming out of the, the microwave. So 
I'm starting to teach him to think like that. Because I think sometimes, um, and again, not every mom thinks like that. I just happen to be sort of task oriented like that, but I'm starting to, to teach him those tricks of the trade, those, those, those like mom kind of tricks of the trade of like, okay, well, if you have downtime, you could put clothes in the, in the washing machine. Or if you have downtime, you could take those clean dishes out of the dishwasher. And that's not something that we would have really done before that, but um, sometimes I just need to take things off my plate and giving it to him is the only way to do that. Mm. I think it's funny with mothers. I always think that we hold so much pride and I feel like our pride gets in the way of a lot of things and it is really learning to let go of that pride. Um, and I guess like almost labeling our pride with our worth. Like, you know, if I'm doing all of these things, if I'm doing all of these things, great. Like I'm worthy, I'm a great mom. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like we do that a lot. Yes, definitely. I think I did that more when my son was younger Mm. and the older he's getting, the less he needs me for those kind of things. You know, he's nearly eight. And so he's pretty independent for most things. And so, um, I felt like that when he was younger, but now that he's getting older, I'm like, oh, I have some free time. Do I have, do I have free time? Oh, <laughs> I could like maybe sit down for a couple minutes. Mm. And so I think that changes, you know, as, as your kids grow, because when he was a toddler, I never would have been able to, <laughs> to do that. Every, every single thing I did was directly tied to him and his needs. Yes. Yeah. And I'm interested to know, like, do you still get that the guilt come up for you? And how do you like, how do you deal with it in the moment? What would be your advice for that? Like in the moment when that guilt is coming up? The guilt does come up to me because I never stop, meaning that I never really sit down. I'm either, like I said, emptying the dishwasher, putting clothes in the laundry, picking up his toys grabbing his dirty socks from the corner. Cause why does he keep throwing socks and dirty socks in the corner? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I never really stop moving, right? Like I'm always going from one thing or that I'm at my computer or that I'm grabbing my phone and I'm checking something. And so I think the guilt sets in sometimes when, at least for me, when I stop and if I do sit down and if I'm not actively doing something for the household or for my family. And so Um, I've been better about letting myself just be. And that's partly because my husband keeps telling me that. He says, sometimes you're allowed to just sit. You could sit. You could just sit on the couch if you'd like. You could sit on the couch and read a magazine. And it's so not in my nature, especially, well, probably since my son's been born, which is eight years now, to to just sit and to just be. And so, um, like I said, I think that comes with age. but it also comes with deliberate practice. Mm, Very true. And I can definitely relate to that problem of I'm very much a doer. (laughs) And I I think it is, I I must admit, um, and going back to my latest episode, I definitely am a recovering perfectionist. So the idea of just being and sitting is like your worst nightmare. But it is, it's just about surrendering to it, isn't it? And realizing that it's okay. It's okay to just have a moment of doing absolutely nothing that isn't achieving anything apart from just giving yourself that 
mental space. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so my, my husband has been my biggest cheerleader for that. Cause like I said, otherwise I wouldn't be thinking that I think, okay, well I have to do this now and I have to do this. And I'm constantly just running those like mental checklists of things that I need to do. But he says, just, just be, just be with deliberate practice and just sit and, and, and it's okay. The laundry will wait. Your son will learn how to wipe himself on the toilet. It's okay. <laughs> just It'll <me>. all happen. <laughs> that's amazing though, that you've also got that support there and him being that cheerleader for you. That's incredible. I'm yeah. very lucky. So I would love to know what's next for you and your journey with modern mum props. Um, I know you've got your book, um, but I'd love to just kind of hear your vision and anything else you've got currently planned. Sure. Um, so the book launches April of uh, 2021, just in time for Mother's Day in the US. And so that's really exciting. Mm. Um, it's currently on presale now on amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Uh, but as far as for me, um, I'm working on a website. And so I'm very excited about that. So if you'd like to contribute any articles, please let me know, Jade. Um, because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm looking for writers on that. And so I'll probably be launching that by the end of this year. And so that's really what I've been putting a lot of my time into, in addition, obviously, to running the Instagram account, but the website has is sort of my like new focus, because again, like you, I can't have a moment's rest. No. So, <laughs> so I finished the book. It wasn't enough. I mean, okay, it wasn't enough. And so I sat down, and I was like, hmm, what can I do now? Oh, I have a project. Let me do a website. That's a great idea. Um, so, so that's what it is. It always has to be something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that sounds amazing. Um, I can't, I honestly, I can't wait for the release of this book and I'm really excited to watch your journey um, and support everything that you're putting out through Modern Mum Probs. Um, I honestly think it's so refreshing seeing mums like yourself um, almost opening up the gates for the mums to just feel comfortable in just being who they want to be and doing mum life the way they want to do it. Um, but also finding some humor and joy in that process. Like I really, really love your approach to motherhood. Um, and I just want to take this moment to thank you for being that inspiration and that support to mothers out there because it's so needed. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jada. I appreciate that. You gave me chills. I have chills <laughs> in my arm. <laughs> thank you. No, I, I, I really do. I appreciate your kind words because when I started the account, my son was still young. He was a toddler and I didn't have a lot of friends in real life. And so I thought maybe I can make friends online. And that's what I did. And so a village doesn't have to be everyone in your neighborhood or everyone in your town. It could be people all over the world. It could be in Australia. I have friends in the Netherlands. I have friends mm -hmm. all over the world. And so um, I'm very blessed um, to have such a fantastic network of, of friends and supporters and and. So I always say like, if you don't have a network or you don't have a village, make your own. And that's what I did. So true. And that's one wonderful thing about social media is this ability for us to be able to connect like this on the other side of the world. Um, and I too also feel so blessed to be able to do this and be able to connect with mothers like yourself. And um, I often say this, like I'm such an advocate for women starting to step up and especially mothers starting to step up and really supporting each other in this journey. So 
Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, for all our listeners, if you would also like to follow Tara's journey or interested in knowing more about what she has to offer, please make sure to head on over and show some love to her socials. Tara, how can our listeners find you? Oh, uh, on Instagram, they could find me at Modern Mom Probs and uh, on Facebook also at Modern Mom Probs. Amazing. But because I'm in America, it's an O. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> you um, pointed that one out. <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Tara. Mamas, if you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more from the Motherhood Podcast, please make sure to spread the love, like and subscribe so you can keep up to date on all our latest episodes and interviews. You can also head on over via the link in the episode bio to the Motherhood Instagram community where you'll find your weekly dose of inspiration, tips and talks all on motherhood empowerment. So I hope to see you all there.